You know, it's been it's been almost two years since I've been recording. How's it make you feel? Uh, that good, eh? Yeah. We've done 18 episodes. 18 episodes 18. together. Okay. That's, that's almost 20. That's, that's good, man. Welcome to the MovieBuild.org episode podcast. Fuck. <laughs> Brilliant. Just couldn't handle the pressure. I love that. What were you trying to say? I've never messed that up before. What were you saying? That's never... I was saying... the name of the podcast? <laughs> Welcome to... What are we doing? Welcome to what are we doing? Welcome... Why? To the Movil Dog podcast episode number 49. That's one away from 50. What? <laughs> Maths. Maths. <laughs> Maths. So, uh, where where should we start? We're not we're not we're not really doing a scripted research detail show like the last one. We're just gonna chill out for a bit and talk like we do at the pub, I guess. Um, yeah, sounds good. Sounds well, like sounds like an apt episode to follow the last one we did. Oh, the last one. So, um, so first of all, uh, just wanted to let you know uh, two clothing changes. The first is. Um, I'm now wearing what will probably end up being my podcast co- clothes because <laughs> you're stressing me out, surprising me with fucking video cameras whenever I meet you and you're like, you know, just you're on live. What? Fuck. What? You're going to have to change your top though. Cause no, then... I'm, not, I'm not changing. That's right. Right. So this is the Here point. I was on a publishing um, course yeah. for, uh, materials books and things yep. and one of the guys on there also does a video podcast and he just wears black polo tops and he goes well don't copy me and i thought fuck you i'm copying that yeah because i don't ever want to think about what i'm wearing ever again and if i'm always just wearing the same so i'm just going to buy five of these okay and i'm just going to wear fucking this so then, what, and then you can video me whenever the hell you want one of two things will happen that sounds weird the the first thing is that people will think you just I haven't got any different clothes. I don't give a shit. The second thing, yeah. which is probably a good thing, is that people will think we record all of our episodes on the same day. <laughs> which is not, again, not a bad thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, uh, and the other clothing change, I just wanted you to, you to be, where, be aware of it. Halfway through the, halfway through the show, I'm going to go up, change into my nightgown and come back downstairs. <laughs> and that's how you know the party's getting started. <laughs> now, and that is with or without your permission, apparently. That's how Hollywood works, right? <laughs> yes so I've got my nightgown laid out on the bed I'm just gonna <laughs> slip into it when the uh, are you gonna walk in with a glass of whiskey uh, absolutely <laughs> absolutely a half empty glass of whiskey with uh... so how have you been ashamed oh no here we go no no I, I'm feeling I'm generally ashamed okay. um, that's just my first emotion when I wake up yes uh, every day or just most days okay and then I cry for a bit yeah and then uh, then I try and face life so <laughs> that's just my world no no I'm, I'm good I'm good um, so first of all get back to your point about yep. the last episode that was yes. a bit full on yes how's the feedback been <laughs> it's been good 
It's been good, is it? Been good to be back. <laughs> I've broken him. Brilliant. This is cool. Already. It's been good. People, people have been uh, appreciating it. Have they? And they said, well done for bringing these topics into the <laughs> the public sphere because people don't want to talk about it. Well, the, the only person that seems to have heard it is Theresa May. Yes. Which is weird. Which is always good. Um, so it's been a while and we recorded an episode in August and then we <laughs> recorded it again in September. Yep. And still haven't released it. No. Because uh, I was having anxiety attacks <laughs> about the bricks that will come through my window um, if people take certain things. If just, you know, it, uh, anyway, but Theresa May's just gone in there and she seems to be a follower of the show. So thank, thanks, Tresemme. I, I think so. Tresemme? Yeah. Tresemme. Tresemme. Uh, and her race and audit diversity report thing, which everyone seems to say, oh, you can make statistics say whatever you want them to say. Okay, but what about what they actually do say? Because if you know about statistics, then you can't make them say whatever you want them to say. They just say what they say. Uh, but hey, you know, no one gives a shit because no one did stats at school. Uh, but, you know, it, it, that, that we're going to release it. Yes. All right. Before yeah. we do this one, absolutely, it's cool. going to be released. I hope this weekend actually, because yeah, no, it's ready to be released. Um, All right. As long as everyone ha- thinks we've majorly pod faded, like like off a cliff. No, no, we've just well, now that is the complete opposite. We've been on temporary hiatus, but we just didn't announce it, and now we're returning, but we're returning in big style, like big, big style, man. Oh. Three hours, one episode, and then... Oh, no, it's two episodes. Two, part A and part B. Okay. Well, yes, because you know, we had some delays, personal challenges. Yes. I've got... Uh, you asked me something, but we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, I had to do a lot of studying and uh, just got a relative at hospital at the moment. Do then that thing where you just constantly drive into the hospital again and again. It's been nearly 48 hours and the doctors haven't actually told us what's wrong. Because, hey... Why should they tell us? Because it's the NHS. Uh yes, yes. If it, if it was private, would you get this? Would you get this issue? If there's if it was private, a doctor would have turned up in the last twenty four hours, and you would have been able to talk to him, right. or you could have rung him or go into some concert. But you know, that's not a thing because then you're reserving good medical care for the privileged. Not that I want to turn off any of my lovely supporters who believe in the privatization of all things. Yes. I don't. But they know that. I've got some very nice friends who have recently told me their political perspectives. Um, But they're still nice people. It's good. It's good. Do you mean like Johnny Depp? He's not nice. But his friends say he's nice. My friends say I'm nice. That doesn't mean it's true. (laughs) <laughs> Did, have we got Harvey Weinstein on here? Sorry, wine. Weinstein. Weinstein. Sorry. Weinstein. 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 Um. No, I, I, I thought I referenced it with my nightgown joke. <laughs> That's him. That's what he does. You la- Thank you for laughing. Anyway, you thought I. You just laughed because you thought I was literally going to do that. Brilliant, and then assault you. <laughs> Wow, this is priceless. So you thought I was going to come down in my nightgown with my whiskey yeah. and then assault you against <laughs> your permission. <laughs> and you were laughing. 
because it's you doing it to me. Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure what I've tapped into there. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Yes, that was a winner stain joke. Yes. Um, I feel bad for... I guess I feel bad for his brother. Because mm. we're kind of calling him Wiener Stain. Um, Bob. Bob's been very quiet. What do you think? Did you see the thing about Beneflick? Beneflick? Beneflick, yeah. yeah apparently, Benef- Beneflick is um, just talking shit. How so? Like, like I, I, I was, I'm really trying to stay away from some of these bullshit articles, but some credible articles are saying that, oh, he knew about everything, and other people are saying, you knew, you bastard, and you didn't say anything. I don't know why they're northern. It just feels better coming out that way. But did you... Must be joking. Did you see what he did? What's he done now? No, I, obviously. I don't know what you're talking about. You didn't know? Oh, shit. So have you, have you seen... Okay, so first of all, have you seen his statement on... No, I've not gone into detail on this subject. Just generally been watching people like, okay. you know, uh, Hillary Clinton, Theresa May, eventually the Queen saying, oh, Harvey Weinstein has done a bad things and people should say he done a bad things. Okay, so Ben has basically expressed his disgust for Bob, Harvey. He has. Harvey, yep. Okay, that's good. But then on the 11th. Yep. A video surfaced of him groping. Oh, yeah, oh, I have seen that. Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And then he tweeted yeah. on the 11th. Yeah. I acted inappropriately towards Ms. Burton and I sincerely apologize. Right. So he groped someone and then he apologized. For well, it. we are one of the rare um, um, podcast sort of movie sources of discussion and entertainment, I guess. I'm hoping some of this is mildly entertaining entertaining that i mean i don't know about you i know you fairly well but as far as i know you've not got a regular habit of groping people i don't think so i definitely haven't uh i'm way too paranoid and scared just saying hello to people forget uh actually groping someone that's just like i don't get how people have get to that place um i i do have a recommendation for um Harry Knowles of Ain't It Cool. I think he should now be called No. No, it's not cool. Dot com. Why? Um, have a look. There's an article posted. I'll let you discover this live. Also, don't go to No. No, it's not cool. For your news information. For your for movie news information. That guy is... is um, I don't quite know how his heart is still beating. Um, and I'm going to lean on the Ricky Gervais fat joke get out by saying it's not a disease. Look at the size of him. I feel like because he's been taken down with sexual assault accusations, I'm allowed to make fat jokes. Is that a thing? Shit. So no, it's not cool. It's definitely not cool. Should we get the domain for him? Yeah. No, it's not cool. Yeah. Should we do it? I think we should. Ain't it cool? No, it's grope, not. Grope, grope. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, I didn't know that. Ain't it cool? Grope, grope.com. Well, there goes his credibility. If there was ever any. 
The thing is, what what annoys me is that people will still go to his um, glorified RSS feed of shit. Yeah, fuck. Is it still the same? It's still the same. It's like that 1983 CSS template with the comic font. Not that we've updated our fucking website, but that's another story. Yeah? Yes. So there you go. All right. Schadenfreude all around. I know this word. I've heard of it. I don't know what it means. Schadenfreude. Yes. It's the, the pleasure in someone else's downfall. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, impossible to avoid many cases. It's a yes. Reaction. So uh, let's have a catch up. You were saying. I love how when I went to your house, you were wearing this t-shirt and it matches with your cushions. You just blended in. You were like <laughs> color coordinated with your house. It was with your flat. It was cool. That's the thing. That's the thing I do now. Yeah. So when... Is, does she make you do that? When you come in, change t-shirt, you're not going to match. Yeah. Next time you come in, I'm going to be wearing a grey t-shirt. Yeah. A dark grey one. To go with the... All right. Yes. Uh, what was I asking you? How are you? I'm fine. Is it I'm good. How are you? Um, All things considered, I suppose I'm good. I like how we stopped introducing ourselves again. Oh, shit. I'm Curran. I'm Kushal. There we go. Do we um, need to do that? Huh? I find it weird. Who's listening that doesn't know us? We just do this for family and friends well, now. It's funny. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast. And... Who? Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a day that I don't fall into that. <laughs> uh, and you were saying that, I think it was Stan Lee said, that you have to assume that every comic book is someone's first. Yeah, yeah. I do understand that. I, I, yeah, he's true. He's, he's, he's true. He's, he's true. A true yeah. He's very true. He's a, he's a true. Um, so I guess by that mentality, we have to assume that everybody listens to this podcast is their first time listening to the podcast. Well, if they listened all the way through to about 15 minutes, we would have introduced ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose I, the other thing is... Um, Brilliant. I literally <laughs> saw your face just lose all sort of thought and realize I have no fucking idea what I'm about to say. This, wow. On it today. I suppose the other thing is... Um... even know why i forgot what i was gonna say wow <laughs> lots of good material coming out from that trailer company they make such good trailers i'm very impressed constantly impressed huh dc yes yeah, yeah oh dc yeah very good with the actual tv programs and films not so good yeah well yeah but kind of. awesome trailers So, how are you finding that new one? Do you know what, man? I I know I'm going to eat my words because I did the same time the first time. But I'm going to, again, I'm going to have faith and I'm going to say that it's going to be a good film. <laughs> I just have to. I have to. What, the I Justice am, League one? Yeah, yeah. I have to because I think... I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. The where are you from? Who speaks like this? This is the this is the local parlance in Atlantis. Who says I can dig it? Oh, this guy, just like a bet. Yeah, I don't know why he <laughs> talks like that. It's very really strange. Um, 
Yeah, I think uh, I can dig it. Much like the first few trailers that we saw for the other films. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Great trailers. They should just make money making trailers. They probably do. I think if you th- if you look at kind of the content of the Justice League trailer, yeah, and compare it to say Batman versus Superman, oh yeah, there's almost a difference in what they're showing. It almost feels like a rounded off um, kind of explanation of the film. Does that make sense? No. No. Yes. I think so. It feels like it's come full circle. It's almost like the Infinity War of a scaled down version of the Infinity War for the DC universe. And it feels like they've kind of taken everything that's happened in the previous films, which they obviously have, but in terms of the trailer, and they've kind of put not all of the best bits like they did in the Batman v Superman trailer. They literally threw together all of the best parts of the film in that one trailer and then it was up to us for decide like so how do we know they haven't done that in this film i just feel like there's gonna be a lot more more good parts yeah because we they've put us in the midst of the action within these trailers yeah it goes hello i'm batman yeah i'm flash we're the justice league commissioner gordon i dig it I can dig it. Yeah. So in between that, there's a lot more to fit in compared to the Batman vs Superman trailer. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's what I says. I think you've sold it to yourself. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always going to watch it. I'm always going to go. And you're going to come with me. Nah. <sighs> i tell you where I will go with you. Uh, if you want to do our thing again, where we go director's lounge and watch um, Star Wars. Oh. How are you finding this new trailer? Oh. That's the weird sound. <laughs> what, is, what are the timings for that? Don't know, but we want to, I texted you this morning mm. about let's do it so that you're not just like legging it there. What are you doing to yourself? Stop it. Itchy it's man. Shit you, that you do. Why do you, you have, you don't have to commentate on everything I'm doing. I'm looking at you. I'm, I can see you. This it's isn't itchy. We're not on audio connection. <laughs> We're a live video visual connection because you're sitting opposite me. I have an itchy crotch. I, would you like me to? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bless, making me blaspheme on air. Just okay, Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, um, you finished. I'll go to the bathroom next time I do it. Is that all right? No, just, just use a cloth, <laughs> just put it inside. No, there's a curtain. No, not really, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um. Are they showing it at like? <laughs> are they showing, showing it, during, it? The, during the evening, or is it going to be like midnight? Uh, no, director's lounge. Last time you were working and you legged it to from work or something, or you didn't have time. It was a six thirty showing, wasn't it? For Rogue I don't know. And then you had to run off again. You like ran in. We watched the film and then you ran away. And I thought this time it'd be good to have you you guys relaxed. 
We will be relaxed this time around. I've got some other friends that might want to come. I'm still trying to finalize. Um, and I was thinking we could just tell people and they can book the same showing if they want to join us. Um, Do you mind our audience or? Yeah. Star Wars get together. Maybe. Some people are driving up. The movieville meetup. Maybe. So did you like the trailer? I loved it. What 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 was good? What was made it make sense? Um, I was more intrigued and confused. I guess I watched it earlier today, and I, when I was here, and I said I was confused. Uh, it looked like Finn was joining the First Order, and Ray was going to join Kylo, or Kylo was going to join Ray. Uh, I think Finn probably isn't part of the First Order, maybe, but then his facial expressions say otherwise. But then he could be just going undercover because he's fighting what's-her-face Phasma. How can he can't be under, undercover? Because he was a fucking Stormtrooper thing. No, I know. But he's probably put the First Order garb on and probably walked into a... What do you call it? I, which bit was that? In the middle of the trailer. He's literally got like the black stuff on. Yeah. And he's like fighting um, Captain Phasma. How did you miss that? I wasn't looking at what I was wearing. Yeah, he's like wearing like the First Order uniform. Boyega. Yeah, Boyega. Boyega. He's he's on every Xbox video. Is he really? He's, he's all over the place. That's wicked. He's, he's in the trailer for Battlefront 2. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like him. Yes. He's cool. He is very cool. So, he's accessible. Fucking ice cream bastard is here again. You got a good appetite. Fucking. <laughs> like he knows when we're recording. I'm not ever buying again. <laughs> Rip off bastard. All right. Yeah, so uh, all these questions I have. Yeah. Um, also, have you seen this thing about people complaining about how Ryan Johnson is, Ryan, the director of this film, who how he said on his Twitter that Luke Skywalker is the last Jedi, and people are losing their minds because they're saying they've ruined, he's ruined the film. I've not seen that, but I would expect it. And also, they don't get the Star Wars universe if they're finding that as a ruiner. But it also isn't a runa because in the Force Awakens crawl, it literally says Luke Skywalker is the last Jedi. Yes. <laughs> Just stupidity. Just funny. Yes. Just how funny and also, funny. if they're taking the story full circle, Rey can't really be a Jedi. That wouldn't make sense. That's not where the, we've talked about this. That's not where the stories are going. And also, how. Mm, if Luke is the last Jedi, yeah. Even if okay, let's say for example, even if Ray was to, can you become a Jedi? You can become a Jedi, can't you? Uh, I think that's a form. Okay, so say if she's filled this form out, yeah. Even if she was to fill the form out and become a Jedi, yeah. I think you have to have some. An oper- there's an operation, right? Yeah. So say if she was get to get to get the implant, yes, or the attachment, whatever it is, yeah. Um. She still wouldn't be the last Jedi because she's just joined and Luke is still technically the last Jedi to exist, if that makes sense. There's going to be a sequel called The Last Padawan. Yes. Yeah. 
as a religion, yes, the thing needs to die. Okay. Because oh, <clears throat> that's good. I like that. Yeah. I M H O. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so it's in capitals. I think the Jedi Order must die. I M H O. Not very H. You're shouting. Oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We listen to episode thirty-one. You've got as a catch-up point. Yes. What's so. <clears throat> Are you telling people not to? So I listened to it. And it was an interesting, interesting podcast episode that we did because first, obviously, it was the first one that we did. Was that Star Wars one as well? That was also a Star Wars one. <laughs> we'd done it, we'd recorded it with one mic back when we were poor. And then... <laughs> I'm still poor. What happened to you? <laughs> um, this mic's 20 years old. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, that's because I polish it and take it to bed and look after it how do you show me how you polish it oh fuck really do you use a tissue wow do you have to spray something on there how long have you been married two 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 years (laughs) two two and a half years actually now good congratulations thanks man (laughs) do you do you have to spray the head as well oh fuck can we Right, I can actually hear people switching the podcast software off. Um, episode 31, you were yeah. saying. Um, <coughs> if you go back and listen to it now, I feel like we've... It was just a kind of general observation, really. It was just that we'd made so much progress in terms of where we... That's 18 episodes ago now. Yeah. And to... This is kind of like self-fucking... What do you call it? A bit of, we're the best kind of thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. Self-appreciation, I guess. Okay. Um, it's just kind of interesting to see how far we've come in terms of the quality of the podcast and how we've kind of become more structured in what we talk about and how we talk about it to some extent. Um, and then in, the first, in, that, in that episode, we were kind of just kind of throwing our thoughts out there and that's kind of what we set out to do and then now here we are with a Trello board and structuring our podcasts and keeping to schedules, kind of. And <laughs> it's good. It's just, it's nice. This consistency, I think, is great because it's great for our audience and it's also great for us because we're providing something that may not be available elsewhere. Uh, and I guess it's a thank you to our audience and a thank you. To you, I suppose, for maintaining the quality of the podcast. For me? Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. But it's honestly down to a partial mental health issue. I think I may have because I just can't deal with bad quality audio. Okay. But if that helps, then I'm happy. Yes. So. What what are we doing? (laughs) Why are we clapping? Drank. So, Drank. So yesterday, <clears throat> okay, so quick thing about me. I haven't drank for 29 years of my life. 
Well, you can say I haven't drank for 24 hours. And no, I've drank 20, less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> um, okay. And um, and and uh, I started drinking about a year ago. Okay. Like heavily? No, I just kind of... I, the first thing I tried was whiskey. Whiskey was my first drink. From not drinking, I went straight to whiskey. It's just the way you phrase it. It sounds like it's like your new athletic sport. I'm now drinking. I'm a drinker. I'm a drinker now. I'm a professional. I'm a friend. It felt like that last night. Oh, shit. Okay. So last night... We were all out last night. Yeah. How weird is that? You were out with friends and your other half was out with her work. And yep. my other half was out with her work and they all saw each other. And I was at the hospital and then just picked everyone up like a taxi. I'm sorry. But hey. I'm sorry. It, no. If it's... it helped, I walked home. Cool. So you didn't have to drop me off, at least. You don't know that. You don't remember. <laughs> you don't know what happened. So I've never drank any more than two whiskeys. Two okay. single shot whiskeys. Yep. Yesterday, for the first time in my life, I drank six whiskeys. Three of those were double shots. What? Why? We went to the pub straight after work and... Uh, I'd met these two, two guys. <laughs> no, I'm gonna start that story there a different way. Wow, where is this going? <laughs> there were two people there who worked with me. This is like this episode is like some kind of homoerotic propaganda podcast. Yeah, go on. Uh, there's two two guys there who I work with, and um, we kind of bump into each other in the, in the uh, kitchen every so often, and we'll have a quick conversation about whatever. Quick wink. Uh, nudge, nudge. I told him about the podcast actually, and he was oh. interested. Anyway, so they bought me four whiskeys last night. Right. If I just met someone and they bought me four whiskeys, you carry on. But this, I'd met them before. It's not like I'd met them for the first time. Sure. Okay. Cool. Tell me more. He's such a bastard. <laughs> and so they bought me four whiskeys. And, um, what, just like at the same time, just here, here's four whiskeys. <laughs> no, <laughs> though at one point I was, I, I had three whiskeys in front of me. And here's a pill that will make you feel much better. Oh, I, they might as well have said that. I felt like I was in a hostel, you know, hostel the film. Okay. Uh, and then I ended the night with a sixth whiskey. And then I woke up this morning and... Just covered in white powder. <laughs> uh, and I felt great. And then I went... <laughs> okay, yeah. And then I went to the gym. Okay, cool. It was a great morning. But the weird thing was I didn't I didn't so, wake up with a hangover or... No, that's good. I didn't feel rough. No mixing, no messing about. Yeah. It was good. I'm proud of myself. All right. Not sure my parents will be, but I'm proud of myself. I'm waiting for that to get to. Um, okay, yeah. Well, that's a notable. We're going to call that notable. Okay. Yeah. What else is on the notable? Things not to do with movies, I guess. Just add a note that says "pro drinker." Right. Done. Uh, yeah, no, no, nothing much. Coffee, found some good coffee, good instant coffees. That zero one's nice. Um, we're trying to make good coffee using instant because uh, it's just 
hassle trying to find good coffee that you could drink regularly. That Percol Kilimanjaro one's nice, but that's about it. I saw Batman Ninja is going to come out. Is it one of those DC animated universe ones? It's actually just, well, it's like manga, really. It's like they've taken the Dark Knight theme, but now he goes back in time. And he ends up in feudal Japan because that's where all the bad guys have gone as well. Uh, you know, Gorilla Grodd, everyone <laughs> uh, is back in time in feudal Japan. And so they get to use um, one of the visual artists, I think, from uh, Afro Samurai is, is joining them. And it looks awesome. And this is just in uh, comic form, but I think it'll eventually turn into something else. Maybe, maybe a game. I have no idea. It's a, It looks good. It's an animated thing as well. Oh, that's going to be even better. 2018. Okay, cool. So someone's bought the thing. They're going to make it. What else I've just been doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's the main poster. It looks so good. Uh, apart from that, I've just been working, doing more data science things. Actually been messing around with uh, how they teach cars to drive, which has been interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh, parallel parking... <laughs> Is incredibly hard. As in, is this a general comment you're making, or is this part of your data science thing? It's very difficult to get a thing to learn how to parallel park. So when you buy a new car and it's got and it can just park itself for you, I think no one will actually appreciate how ridiculously difficult that is, and how many factors come into making that happen without hitting cars on different terrains at different angles, people, obstacles, all sorts of things. It's just, it's taken up a lot of my time. Oh, so you're, are you talking about like actual code type parallel parking? Yeah, so the code, just before anyone's worried that I'm just making my car drive itself, I have uh, a simulated environment within which to learn, and uh, which if you're technical, it just uses Unity to build, to have a car in a world with road and whatever. But that's what I've been doing. And I thought it was quite interesting to share that this stuff's just crazy hard. Um, but fun. Anyway, should we get on to actually TV and movies? Because we just burnt all our time talking shit <laughs> How about your it? being a professional drinker. And touching yourself and whatever else you're doing today. That wasn't... I mean, okay. Anyway. Uh, you were watching The Expanse. <laughs> Expanse season two. I literally watched it in two days. Just burnt through it. So happy. How many episodes is that? Don't know. Eight? Three? No, it's more than three. Eight, eight or more? Ten? I don't know. Eight or ten. It's not many. Oh, wow. It was good. Like, are they like 40, 40 minutes each or now each? Was that? About 40 odd minutes. It's a lot of time. That's good though. It's good that you have the time to do that. Kind of. I should be working. Problem from working. Problem with working from home is I often don't. Which is not good and I then have to work in the evening to catch up because someone gave me Deus Ex on which I've been burning so slow so much time yes but you're incredibly thankful for it I guess so it's fun but not very productive it's mainly your fault but don't you think the story is interesting it's, and it's awesome incredibly reflective it's of really society, good of our society. Yeah. yeah what did you like about that story just that the fact that it is so incredibly reflective of our society and which the, part of which part of our society the 
the oppressive nature of our society. So the oppressive nature of our society. But so the mm, if you're an org, yeah. But the org. So who are the orgs? The orgs are arguably black people. You think so? Yeah. There's wow. There's a thing. There's a. There's a. Oh, you've probably seen it where they've put in there. Orgs lives matter. Yeah, I saw that. Um. And if you see the way they're treated in the game, if you if you play this game, everyone, if you play this game, then it's it's definitely definitely worth playing if you're a gamer. Well, um, I kind of mapped it, especially with the negative media shit that comes through in yeah, the game. Yeah. I'm in my head, I was playing it and I was mapping it to um, the 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 grief that um, Muslim communities are going yeah as well through yeah because they're treated like shit and criminalized and just ripped apart in the press and anything positive that, that their leaders do or that, that comes out of their communities is never shared. It, it's like a little side piece on some local paper. Yeah, so much like black people because I think primarily in America, I guess. So I guess primarily in America, you, we're talking about black people and then I suppose more so in the UK, we're talking about Muslims. Okay. Um, It kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it, really? There's it the same sort of same sort of effect here we're black muslims sure <laughs> is that what you're talking about no. <laughs> oh okay but yeah no I, it's kind of the same sort of thing um but that's what i loved about it is that we were, they were talking and they were tackling such an important issue uh and i was in a, in a game in a game yeah yeah and yeah and you get to make decisions exactly. based on how you are finding these biases yes. in the game yes and yeah. we can single-handedly change and reverse these oppressive decisions made by the senior people in the game. Yeah, and then you make a decision to help a certain group of people because they are being destroyed by society. Yes. And then you're doing things, asking yourself, am I a terrorist now? I <laughs> don't know what's happening. What's happening in this game? It's making me into terrorist. Yes. This is weird. Yeah. Um, highly, highly, highly recommended. It's like an interactive movie. It's awesome. Yeah, um, definitely one of my favorite games. Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Yes. Good title too. Um, but the Human Revolution game is equally as good. Uh, yeah. The one before. Okay. Uh, how did you find... I know how you found it because it was on Netflix, but I mean, how did you find watching Star Trek Discovery? Um, initially, I was really hesitant and we had, we had a chat about this. I said, I, I wasn't sure how I should approach it. Because I didn't know where in the Star Trek universe it took place. Yeah, I was jumping up and down, telling everyone, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. And I met you, we yeah. went to the pub, and you were like, yeah, the internet's destroying this thing. I was like, what? And that, that didn't put me off. That didn't put me off watching it. The only thing that put me off watching it was um, the fact that I wouldn't understand oh, right, right, yeah. uh, who certain people are, who the characters are, what the, uh, you know, certain species of character. I didn't. I wouldn't understand that. And that was my biggest kind of... Um, I guess reservation for the show. Yeah, but and nicely then, they've made that an irrelevance. Yeah, absolutely. It's and just, they've kind of, much like we said at the beginning of this episode, is they've approached it as though whoever's watching it is watching it for the first time. Yes. But they've also put a nice, I didn't so much pick up on it, but I know you said you picked up on it, nice kind of uh, nods to the initial, I mean, I did kind of pick up on those things, nods to the original series and the original cast. Um, which I, again, I appreciated. Uh, and also the fact that we have um, a female lead 
from a minority background, which again, and she's uh, amazing by the way. If you haven't um, seen her in The Walking Dead, it's she's a, what's her name, Sonequa. Sonequa Martin Green. Yes, brilliant. Uh, she she's amazing. She's brilliant in The Walking Dead, and she's brilliant in this. Uh, and Unless you're on Twitter, in which case she's boring. Is she really? Everyone says she's, no, she's not boring. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, she's boring, oh. and the other one's a bad actor, the Chinese-looking one. Yo, it's Michelle. Yo, yo. Yes. Fucking you. Oh. Except I didn't know who that was. You didn't know who that was. I didn't know who that was, no. I think you should punch yourself. No, that was the really. Again, sticking with the theme of the show. <laughs> what are you doing? <sighs> Fuck. No. I'm so glad this is an audio presentation. One day it'll be a video presentation. No, no not like this is not. No, okay, moving on. But if it is, got my black polo. Somebody. Um, anyway, yeah. Sonequa Martin Green. She's. Um, I can't express how happy I am for her that she's got this role and the the, the fact that the, the they are again being pioneered, um, uh, especially in terms of uh, gender recognition. I mean, every other admiral and captain that you see is female. Yeah, which is so. It's just so odd because we live in a society where all all those leadership people, uh, and I'm not saying this, Tresemme is saying this now, are uh, from a certain sec- uh, section of society and a certain gender. So um, it just makes awesome watching, uh, even if you're from the uh, a different part of society that wants to keep the old ways going. Yeah. Which is also, I can see why people like that. But let's not get into that today. Speaking of equality, where you, you've been watching Tinstar. So why is that about equality? Canada. What? It takes place in Canada, doesn't it? That's a reach. <laughs> That's a reach. Do you see how I did that? Though? Do you like that? Do you like Barely. There's like, a bridge. Speaking of equality... <laughs> You that was the most broken segue we've <laughs> ever done. And speaking of that, here's something very remotely related if you use your imagination. TV watching Tinstar. Tinstar with Tim Roth. Worst episode yet. Carry on. <laughs> Tinstar is awesome. Um, if you liked Fortitude or these like... Um, what... <sighs> dark and mysterious and thrilling adrenaline pumping uh dramas that sky is pumping out tin star is awesome tim roth is a police officer um i'm not see we're not going to talk about star trek discovery because i just expect everyone to watch it and everyone should watch it so let's not talk yeah. about that tin star you may not watch um so let me just quickly talk about it he's a british apparently i'm gonna say um a british cop who's gone over to Canada, who have a legal, uh, similar legal system and a similar, there's a lot of similarities because they were a related institution put in during colonial times. But let's not get into that either. <laughs> For that, see episode 48, part two. Um, yes. Uh, uh, he's over there as a police chief. And um, 
But apparently there's other things in his past which are not revealed. And he was an al- and he's an alcoholic and that's not a secret. Uh, and um, as in his character is, although Tim Roth may also be an alcoholic. Yeah, we, we don't know. Yeah. Um, you don't know anything about people these days. As we're discovering. Um, yes. Yeah. So. I just want, to, just want to put it out there that I am not any of these things. You're not any of these things. Yeah, just for reference. What, an alcoholic? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Because that would be unprofessional. It would be. Whereas you are a professional. Extremely unprofessional. I am a professional drinker. So, continue. Uh, Tim Roth is, is great, as usual. Uh, nothing. Um, the, the trailer for this feels like the trailer for a movie. Have you seen the trailer? It's a bunch of... He gets out with his family to quickly fuel up his car. Yes, yes, I've seen And it feels yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're in like... You don't realise that they're in Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. like some future... You feel like you're watching another episode of Lo- Logan. Ooh, old Man down. Logan or something. And it felt like it was an advert for a car when I first saw it. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Except it's Tim Roth. Yeah. And guns. Um, I really like it. And I'm going to hopefully carry on watching it. Uh, if I can find the time. Because there's a lot of things to watch now. Uh, if nothing else, watch a couple of episodes on the biggest, more f- most 4 k screen you could find. Because the huge wide-angle shots of Calgary are unmissable. Cool. Gorgeous. It's 4K. This is 4K, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, I'm waiting for the Xbox to become 4K and then it'll be really fun. Is the Xbox not 4K? This one isn't, but the new one will be. Oh, shit. No, no, this one. This one's not. It's like they barely got to 1080p. They were 720 for ages, which is very frustrating. Yeah. Sony hit the PlayStation at four. Much higher resolutions, much Damn earlier. Sony. Yeah, I might have to get both consoles. I've got so many friends on with Playstations now. It's getting frustrating. I was thinking that. And I play like some games are fucking good. I feel like I feel like I know it's some tangent, but I feel like there's a lot of good cinematic games on Playstation. A lot? What besides Uncharted? Uncharted and then there was that game that came out like five, three, uh, four years ago. What was it? Um Something rain, black rain or something. Don't know. That was like meant to be like the most cinematic game that's come out in recent times. Okay, but yeah, there's a lot of shit that comes out on PlayStation that we don't get to play. It's really annoying. Bastardos. I know. But now, lucky thing is, we can get a PlayStation at a really cheap price, and also a lot of these games will probably be slashed like a quarter. So they'll be like fraction of the price yeah that's true well you know, depends on time you have to have time to play them all there's always time it's funny they always seem to be hesitating on whether they should limit content to one particular platform and then netflix came along and said yeah fuck that let's do it just keep the content for yourself yeah makes sense and so everyone's gonna everyone's just having their own content now and not sharing it with anyone else so that's uh annoying for the consumer complete failure of uh market dynamics and all that shit it always this is where where market forces have taken us because there's nothing else to compete on yeah um because otherwise they'll end up being like a utility like the electricity or gas where mm. you're paying for the same shit what you what are you actually paying for there's no difference it's the same gas so the only way to differentiate is to differentiate con- the content so yeah. 
That's what Shell try and do when they say we've got V power. V power. V power. Yes. Which is like ten times more expensive. Uh, but it's awesome fuel, and it does last longer. And in theory, it might keep your engine clean. We don't know. We don't. I've not seen the science on it, but I understand does what it they actually claim. Does last longer? Yeah, it does. My, my, I'm, I'm using V power diesel. Mm. And it goes like I get an extra quarter of a tank worth out of it. But then if you look at how much it costs, mm. a quarter of a tank worth of distance out of it. I right. don't know how to put that in car terms. Um, but if you look at how much it costs, you end up paying about the same. Mm. But I, I don't know what other benefits are. I haven't had time to investigate. But yeah, but the whole point is that they're trying to differentiate. And I now only really fill up at Shell because of that. Interesting. Uh, also, because I'm going to believe in my back of my head that V power is some kind of. Um, Supportive feminist claim. <laughs> what does the V stand for? Something about feminism. V power. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna follow that. This conversation is ending now. I've been watching The Good Place on Netflix. Nice. Have you Have you watched it yet? No. Tell okay. me more. I couldn't find it. What? Well, okay. my Netflix is so fucked up with recommendations of weird shit. Okay. I can't explain. It's just like, who do they think I am? So I, yeah, I've not seen it. So, good place. It starts off. Um, with, so you know, Kristen Bell is. Kristen Bell, what? Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she's from some teen film. She was from Veronica Mars. You know Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yep. She was also the voice of Elsa in Frozen. Definitely don't know who that is. Did she sing? She does sing, yeah. That I might have seen her singing once. She's very funny. They're not helping. She's married to Dak Shepard. Oh, yeah. Shepard. I know. Anyway, so the show takes place. uh, It starts off um, where she opens up her eyes. And she's just died. Oh dear. Look at her. Why? Is that her? Yes, sir. Why? She looks like like the daughter of one of my mom's friends in Florida. <laughs> she's very funny. Okay. Anyway, so uh, it starts off when she's just died. That's not a spoiler. It literally starts off with her opening yeah, her The reason I make weird sounds is yeah. not because of how she looks. It's because she reminds me of people whose politics are very strange okay. in Florida. But okay. yeah. she, I'm sure she's not like that at all. Okay. And she's lovely. And there you go. I now won't get sued or judged as much, I guess. Sorry. Good place. She does a what? She wakes up. Cool. And she's dead. And ah, um, That's quick. Yeah. She's dead. She's dead. She's, the show just starts off and she's dead. So is she dead all the way through? Yeah. And so she's now in this place called The Good Place. Um, and there's The Good Place and The Bad Place. AK basically is heaven and hell. Right. But it isn't. Ted Danson is the architect of The Good Place. And right. um, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Is The Good Place a bar? No, but it's a place where everyone knows your name. Is it? It is, basically. Right. Anyway, is Woody Harrelson there? No, he's not. Sorry. All right. Hey, so... Um, how, how current are we? <laughs> God, man. 
God. <coughs> anyway, so it turns out she's been mistaken. So she's not supposed to belong in the good place because she was a horrible person. Yeah. When in in her actual life. So if you're a good person, you come to a good place. If you're a bad person, you go to the bad place. So she was mistaken for somebody else, and so she'd been brought to the good place, and shit has started going awry as soon as she's arrived. Um, and we don't know why yet. Okay. But that's what the show is about. And it's an interesting show. It's a good comedy. Okay. So I made you a nice watery coffee. Thank you. Because I'm not making another proper one because I haven't got time. We need to finish the show. Yes. This show's been a chill out. I hope people do just relax listening to this. Yeah. We should probably put a like, uh, disclaimer. Disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> this is a relaxing episode, guys. It's just... Disclaimer. This show contains nothing... <laughs> Just general conversation about shit that's on. The Walking Dead. Yeah, man. Shit. The Walking Dead, son. That, that I don't think that's another Ain't show. Ain't your son, motherfucker. Huh? What? Oh. Ain't your son, motherfucker. Yeah. Have we seen it yet? What? what, what? The Walking Dead. Oh, man. I've seen the first... first what the fuck? <laughs> Did that surprise you? Wow. Did your microphone surprise you? Wow. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> First two seasons. Uh, is there a reason you're not carrying on? Or? Well, I wanted the other half to watch it with me, but she doesn't like zombies, which I know that's like sacrilege. That's like, I mean, the minimal preparation we as individuals need to do for the oncoming zombie apocalypse is, is at least dead. watch the simulation of that, which is The Walking Dead. Yep. Do you just do the same thing? Yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Microphone. Um, yeah, so I agree. The Walking Dead is sorry. The Walking Dead is a fantastic kind of. Um, I think it's a great look at what would happen if we had a zombie apocalypse. It's cool, isn't it? It's brilliant. Uh, I don't know how. I use this word really use loosely. I don't know how realistic it is. In terms of the credibility of whether it can actually happen or not. What I don't think it's. What? Okay, on, I want to, I want to clear something up here. I believe, yeah, zombies can happen. Okay, but not in the tra- tra- traditional way that, not like, not in the way you believe that yes. UFOs are real. Yeah, right. Wow, <laughs> you're such a dick. I hate you. <laughs> so. The way that they're portrayed in movies, piss off, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The way they're portrayed in movies and uh, you know TV shows, and The Walking Dead, for example. Yep. I think that's a far-fetched kind of. Okay. Look at zombies. The way I believe them is that they might still be living, and their brains might be so screwed Tasty. up. Yeah, so screwed up to the point where they're acting like the zombies that we're used to. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a there are weird um, West African cultures where they do odd things, mm-hmm. um, which are the roots of voodoo and voodoo and zombieism, mm-hmm. um, which is disturbing to read. Uh, so I know where you're coming from. Yeah, um, but I also believe that we are going to take science to a level where we're so fucked up, we will do some crazy weird shit uh, because there are no boundaries, no barriers. We can take everything away from everyone. Uh, or make them live, even yes. though they're completely falling apart. Yep. Um, all right. So Did yeah. you finish talking about The Good Place before you went for your major process thing? 
that you just did. I think so. That's completely changed your posture of your body. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's good. Uh, no, it's, I think I did the good show. No, it's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, watch it if you're looking for something easy to watch. It's um, probably one of the funniest ones on Netflix right now. It reminds me a lot. Oh, of is it G- funny? It's funny. It's a comedy. Right. I, I've said this like several no, times. No, but it sounded like religious propaganda. Um, it's strange because... Cross with the cheers. So far, there's no kind of mention of religion or anything like that. Oh, yeah, no. No, she's dead, but she's still in existence. There's no mention of religion there. Watch the show. No. Okay, don't watch the show. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, fine. I'll get on. Such a dick. Why do we even do this show anymore? <laughs> Bojack Horseman, have you ever seen that? I've seen the first season, I believe. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah? Um, I've added it back to Aaron my list. Aaron Paul? Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. I've added it back to my list. Um, in fact, I added that. Rick and Morty, there's a show called something else. Um, there's a lot of these adult animations I'm, I'm getting into. It's really funny. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not talking about those, but... All right. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, are you yeah, downloading them or is there a site? I mean, there is a good site if you're after that kind of stuff. Adult animation. There are several good sites, actually. 3D ones? There are 3D ones, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Jesus. Jesus. Lord Jesus Christ. I have been watching 13 Reasons Why. You didn't finish Project Crossman. Oh, is there anything else to talk about besides it's good and it's funny and Aaron Paul's in it? What season are you on? The first? Interesting. Have you heard about what people have been saying about the new season? No. So they've been saying uh, that it it's really kind of... It's four? It's four, fourth season? I think it's four seasons. Yep. Uh, it's the kind of first animation that's like really heavy in terms of the inclusion of like mental health issues and stuff like that. And it gets like really deep. Um, okay, so that, that's quite interesting because I've seen all of Rick and Morty mm. and that one, it doesn't include discussions of mental health, mm. but it it's, I don't want to give anything away. Well, basically, if you know about Dan Harmon, mm. then Rick and Morty, the, entire, the entirety of Rick and Morty is the most excellent of excellent brain farts that mm. he's ever had. Yeah. Um, in, 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 in the best of times. If, I stutter even more when I talk about Dan Harmon. It feels like, because I watched the first like 15 minutes of the first episode yep. today, and it felt like it felt like a show that we should do in terms of what I got from it was it was him and his thoughts. Which which is, is this uh, Rick and Moy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was him and his thoughts and he just literally thrown them onto a script. Yes. And they've out and animated it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Is that it's just a kind of a dialogue in his brain. And he's just like, this shit's like hilarious and it's important to me. I'm yes. just going to make it. And he's in it, which is the best thing. What, who does he play? Rick. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's awesome. Wicked. That's like my main reason for watching it. Yeah. Because I listen to Dan Harmon's podcast a lot. Have you, I can't remember if I sent you that thing that he did. He does. Um, Harmon Town. Harmon Quest. Harmon Quest. Have you seen that? What is that? It's so what it is, is it's like a show that comes on a specific, it's like an online channel 
And um, what it is, is like a bunch of him and comedians come on it. Uh, like, what's his face? Uh, Isn't this just his podcast, Harmon Town? What happens in that? What you've just said. No. In front of a live audience. Yeah, but they play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, he, he does that on the podcast. That's part of the podcast. Okay. So he must be taking that out and putting it on as... Yeah, but then they animate it. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, shit. I've not seen that. Yeah, so it's the comedians and stuff, and then they animate part of that as well. It's really hilarious. Yeah. Well, I, I've got this really, like... I really love Kamel Nanjiani. Mm. So um, I keep listening to episodes of him in it because yeah. he just lets rip when he's on that show. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen his film yet. Yeah. I just watch it. Yeah. We should have watched that. I'm sorry I'm putting you to sleep. It's okay. Fucking hell. You try. But Are you tired from your experience? There's only so much you do, you know? Fuck. So you're watching 13 Reasons Why. Oh, yeah. Sleep. yeah. Have you seen this? No, not yet. It's on my list. Do you know the story? Uh, I'm aware of, yeah, it's basically the guy. She's finds... also dead. Another story where the girl is dead. Oh, From see. the beginning. Okay, right. Okay. Um, except this time. Yep. There's no make-believe bullshit. She's just dead. You know when we were talking about having comedy shows and taking things out of context and being able to create characters that don't have to relate to anything? Do you remember that? No. When was this? So comedies. Remember we talking about comedies and how they're put in situations where... You're not just fucking carrying with your bullshit. 13 reasons why... <laughs> Carry on with your bullshit. <laughs> wow. Go on, carry on. No make-believe. Is this not on a podcast? This is when me and you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because we're talking about friends. And we're talking about friends, how friends... We were talking about sitcoms and why the friends was a why. And if you're going to make a sci-fi, you got to make sure the sci-fi is actually make-believe. But if you're going to make a comedy, then the comedy has to relate to something. Yes. This... The Good Place is like... What would you even say? Well, is it, is it what kind s- of humour is it? Is it like Preacher? <laughs> Not at all. Why are you laughing? There's no preaching in it at all. No, but have you watched Preacher? Oh, I thought it was like a type of humour. Oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus I Christ. I've not, you know. No, I haven't seen it. I thought you were like talking about your Preacher. Like you probably go to the church. My Preacher. And there's a, there's a Preacher there, yeah. And it's like Preacher's Comedy. Welcome to Preacher's Comedy Show. No, this is a... We've, we, last episode? Were you in the last episode? I was. We talked about Preacher. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. It's Dominic. Have you heard the it? last episode? Yes. Cool. I was in it. You're such a... I hate you this episode. Why are you a dickhead today? What's wrong with you? Oh, All right, that didn't reasons why I got I'm taking out my NHS rage on you. Yeah, I, I can see that. 13 Reasons Why is cool. Yeah. She's dead. Okay. But she left a load of tapes. Yes. Audio cassettes. Um, two sets of audio cassettes. Yeah. One set, each person involved or being pointed at to have been related to uh, things that happened in this girl's life um, has to pass it on to the next person. And if they don't, then there's another set of tapes that will be released. Um, uh-huh. And as you start listening to these tapes, if you're on them, you don't want them released. It's like a young adult drama thing. Right, yeah. Fucking awesome, though. It's really good. Everyone will watch it. 
if you grew up in the West, as we did, and you went to school in the West, and you know the kind of horrible vitriolic shit that people say to each other when they're at school, mm. you love it. I think I think I might enjoy it because I was one of these kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all were in many ways. Yes. If you're listening to this, you probably were. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're interested in real things, not movies. You go out partying and you have a social... No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's destroying it. us and everyone else. <laughs> now, well, I think if I'm you're joking. a nerdy, geeky kid that yes. was into stuff and a little bit different to other people at school, yep. you may have been treated differently. Yes. And this can lead to certain outcomes which are suboptimal <laughs> okay. in your life. There's second season coming out, isn't there? Uh, second season? Mm. Is there? Mm. Cool. The first season's really good. Um, we actually watched some films as well. We did. We we saw three. Three films. Three or four. I, I've seen more, but some of them we've already seen. Did you finally watch I, Daniel Blake? Yes. When did you watch this? Uh, two months ago. Two months ago? Yeah. Have you talked about it on podcast? I think we did. No, have you? Okay, fine, if you have. I can't remember. It was good though, really good. What I appreciated about the film was it didn't, it wasn't hung up on getting the finest actors. It wasn't about... Oh, that's just Ken Loach. He wants real people. But that's what I loved about it. He does that. And I think that's what made it um, kind of believable. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, and it's a good insight, especially people who aren't in the country and people who are in the country and don't see the shit happening and people who are up there, you know, they, it's a good insight as to what people do, do go through. And I think it's going to bring a lot of awareness. I I mean, obviously, I've watched it. will change, but, you know, awareness is still good. Yeah. I, I've watched it three times hmm. um, because I really, except for some of the acting quality, which is, forgivable because what Ken Loach does is he takes people that are perfect for the role rather than have some kind of ethereal acting ability Um, because then they become that character and then he works on them and works on them and he's just he's just a genius and I watch his work and then I I sometimes think does does Ken Loach ever like walk into a room and love actually or something is playing on the tv and he'll just projectile vomit all over the screen Um, because that's just so much like the antithesis of what he tries yeah. to create when he yeah. creates a movie about what is what it's like being British, being in the UK, about UK history, yeah. about UK culture. Um, yeah, I love I love almost everything he does. Almost. The ending of that film was brilliant. The ending, yes, the, yeah, yeah, it's good. I like that. He's. Uh, I surprised someone by saying that I watched it three times. Mm. Um, and that's because of a filmmaking and story writing interest I have rather than, oh, it's such an awesome film. You've got to th- see it three times. It's an awesome piece of work technically yeah. in terms of how it's structured and put together. Okay, fine. Let's watch something that other people actually enjoy watching. Because, uh, you know, most of uh, people out there who are not thinking the way we do don't care about these scroungers. Yes, gross. Trying to get money off the system. Disgusting. Get them out of Bastards here. Bastards that yeah. don't work. Get them out of here. Yeah. Kill the whole thing. Yeah, gross. Just have a government and just free enterprise capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Capitalism will fix everything. <laughs> everything. 
fuck people that can't work we and watched don't want to work. Huh? We watched Blade Runner. I'm trying to get in my head into how you guys think. Yeah, sorry. Tell me more. Is it, am I getting there? You're getting good. Keep going. <laughs> you're, not, you're almost there. I'm almost there. Okay. You haven't even scratched the surface. No. No. Okay. Gone. Uh, we never actually talked in detail about Detroit. No. Because um, uh, I mentioned in passing that in the last episode, which no one would have heard because it's not released yet. No, but by the time this episode goes up, people would have heard it. Maybe. It is. Okay. I'm not blaming you. That was my fault. I didn't fucking edit it for ages. Episode 48 is up. Oh, is it uploaded? Yeah. You've well, been doing it from here? The first part has. Part one. Okay, part one, part cool. You can. Live. <laughs> live. <laughs> um, it happened live, yeah? Proper. Right, Detroit. This film, Detroit. Tell me about this. Pl- yeah, put your cap on and tell me about Detroit. This film was wicked. It was evil. Bad man. It was sh- so scary shit. What I appreciate about this film. Um, it wasn't even like now. It was in the past. Yeah, man. It's in them. Uh, what, what was it? Them. Them 70s, isn't it? Long time ago. Them proper 70s, bruv. I don't yes. know what accent you're doing. I'm just trying to piggyback onto it. I'm not sure what accent you're doing. Okay. It was like back in the day when all our moms and dads were still boofing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Some mom and dads still boofing it. Oh, shit. I hope, fucking hope not. That is disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Why are you thinking about this? Oh, shit. That's funny. Okay, so Detroit. Yeah. Uh, probably one of my favorite films of the year. Yeah. Um. What uh, the thing is with these films, and it's always tough, especially when you're doing kind of what would you call this a semi biographical movie? Yeah, I'm, uh, it's I don't know, you know what yeah. you want to call it because it's not it's not a biopic, but it's not. Well, there are people that work with my other half who just say, uh, Oh, those films, hmm? they say, I, I don't watch those films. Which ones? The, the hidden films figures, that portray history and hidden figures, fences. The ones that are the, those films, realistic. You know, and you know those films. Those films. You know. Those films. You, you should know about this. Yeah, I was one of those people. Oh shit! Those films. You never watched those films. It's actually. Do you know what? I don't say it about those films. <laughs> <laughs> I say it about. Those films. Bollywood? Yeah. Or wouldn't? Wouldn't. Wouldn't? Would. Wouldn't. Bollywood. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I need to get you a redneck ass to watch some of this film so we can do an episode on Bollywood cinema. Yeah. Oh, because of the mural. They just put up a mural on the side of that thing on Melton Road. Um, have you seen it? No. On Melton Road in Leicester. Yeah. There's a, a huge mural gone up of mm. Rekha and Madhubala, mm. movie, Indian movie icons from the 60s and 80s. Um, and everyone's just like, oh, look at, look at Rekha. She looks so beautiful on the bricks. <laughs> I, I, I assume. 
Um, I, can't, I don't know, man. I just, I know I'm going to get bored. I just, I do get bored of Bollywood films. And but, I can say that. But you didn't get bored in Detroit. No, I, of course I didn't. Segway. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Go on. I don't even know what you're segueing from because our first topic was I, Daniel Blake. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Detroit. Brilliant film. The thing is about these films is I all, I never know how much uh, how much they've kind of, this kind of this kind of goes back to my uh, kind of lack of education in historical events. I never know how much of it is kind of added for dramatic effect and I never know how much has kind of actually happened. So why don't you think of it as this is trying to capture the the feels. Right. I'm trying to capture the feels. Yeah, and that's kind of how I see it right now because it's it, in fact you almost do want to, you there's a natural in, inclination to kind of want to see it as that because the things that happen in the film are so kind of I want to say demonic. It's ridiculous. It's the the, the you almost think that someone has written this as a work of fiction because of how devastating some of these things are. Surely they don't want to go too far because then they'll be discredited. How do you mean? If I'm the filmmaker and mm. I'm trying to represent the events around right. the thing that takes place in Detroit, yeah, I don't want to... It's gruesome and violent and racist anyway. Yeah. If I take it too far... And people come out and say, well, they took it too far and that's not what happened. That will discredit the movie. So to me, it seems logical to underplay, to downplay the situation as much as possible. Do you know what? It's funny you say that. Go on. Because someone I spoke to who watched the film said that it was too violent for them. Too violent? Too violent. Now, this person who watched this film is kind of, therefore kind of equal rights for minorities because this person is a minority. And so generally, this person is always for stuff like this. But it was interesting when they said that this film was too violent for them. And I was like, yeah, but that's kind of what happened. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. I disagree. I think it almost needs to be at this level because then no one is aware of what happened and what still happens. Yeah, no, I, it I was, agree. It's the birth. This is kind of almost the way I saw it. Was it was the birth of, to some extent, police brutality. The, the details are in the violence. Yeah, the the violence and how and where the violence takes place are themselves the expression of power. Hmm. The fact that the violence can take place in the way it does are themselves the expression of unstoppable power mm. that 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 overcame you know that that would uh that people were victim of yeah so i i yeah so that's why i agree with what mm. you're saying that's mm. that's i think that's i kind of understand where that person's coming from but mm. i have to disagree because yep. without it it wouldn't make sense yes. yeah okay because you can't tone something like that down because then you're like you said, you're discrediting what actually happens. You're yeah. taking away the emphasis of what happens on a daily basis. Right. And you're almost sugarcoating it, which is exactly what the media is doing. And that is exactly what we don't need. Okay. So 
I'm really trying not to slip back into that accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Go because on. you're wearing a cap. What's that cap? I was, I was going to record something again. You were going to record something? I, I got into it. That's fine. What is that cap? What's oh, the logo? Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto? Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays? Toronto Blue Jays. Baseball. What do they play? Baseballs. Baseballs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever played baseballs? Uh, I've hit the baseballs before. All over the place. Wow. All the baseballs were flying at me and I... Well, where, where was this? I smacked him out of the way. What? Where was this? Where was this? Uh, in America. In Americans? Yeah, you know you get batting cages. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. You can just go and do that? Yeah, yeah, like they literally there's a cannon that shoots like baseballs at you and you have to hit the balls. It's kind of cool, actually. You're hitting the baseballs. Really Brilliant. Cool. All right. Cool. What else have we watched? Uh, American Assassin. Yeah. What did you think of that? Because we didn't really talk about it. I think it was a bit ho-hum. I think most of it had been done before. I think yeah. they couldn't make their mind up whether they were becoming a political drama statement thing hmm. about, you know, current problems in the Middle East and the Iran Treaty Agreement or whether they were being like a 1980s style gritty um, second rate born film. It was okay to watch with popcorn. Not okay to watch if you just want to watch a great film. It wasn't great, but it was all right. It was good. I don't know. It was all right. Oh, I kind of liked it. I agree. I think the good thing about this film is exactly what you just said. We, when we go watch films, we tend to go and watch films that make you think. And I think it was nice for a change to watch a film like this because... I was sitting there and I'm so used to watching a film and thinking about it. Yeah. It was so good to kind of watch a film and not have to look at the in-between and look at kind of what is this representing and what am I looking at here? Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was almost just like a, it's just a straight up action flick. Uh, and it was nice to see. And it, also the fact that we've had uh, an 18 film and we don't get a lot of those. Yes. Um, we're looking back on did it. Did you know this guy's from the Maze Runner? I think it was unnecessarily 18. Yeah. That didn't really add, the, the, the gruesome violence didn't add anything to the mm. film. And it's all been done before if you watch Syria. This Syriana? The, I haven't seen that. That's, George Clooney had a similar scene. Okay. This guy, uh, yeah, he's the, the main character was from Maze Runner. Main character was from, ah, that's where I've seen him before. Yeah. yeah. Then, what's his face? Taylor, not Taylor, what's his name? Dylan. Dylan. Something. I've got a cousin called Dylan. Do you? I've got a nephew called Dylan. Called what? Dylan. Dylan? Yeah. It's a coincidence. It is a coincidence. Talking about films that make you think. Segway. <laughs> we just have a sound clip. <laughs> I just add some echo to it. Segway. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049. Yes, son. That is one before 50. 2050. Hey, it is! <laughs> what a bookend. <sighs> bookend. Uh, um, you texted me and said, I need to watch this film with you because I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... I just... I, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, tell you what, my, my friend texted me yesterday. Yeah. People are hating this film. I loved I don't it. I don't I've why. been waiting 20 years for it, though. 
So my friend texted me yesterday, and he um, he loves sci-fi films, and right. he's he's quite a he's kind of film nerd. Uh, hang on, hang on. Go. One quick question. Go on. He loves sci-fi films. Yes. Does he love the original Blade Runner? I'm sure he does. Okay, fine. So um, this is a quote mm-hmm. from a conversation. You watched Blade Runner yet? Just watched it. I think it's probably the best sci-fi I've ever seen. I said, I've seen it twice. It's awesome. He says, so good. I don't think I've ever been so immersed in a world by a film. Well, that's the appropriate response to yes. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, uh, unfortunately, most people don't seem to have had that reaction. See, I haven't seen any of that. Twitter, workplaces. Uh, there's a lot of people working when my wife works. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Everyone talks about stuff and you just get this wave of vitriolic shit saying, that was so fucking boring. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Are you I just mean, like running through walls? He did that once. <laughs> Almost a Noel Fielding. Um, yeah, they did something. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from. Oh, are we photographing or video? Photoing. No. Um, it felt like... It, uh, I wouldn't even call it a slow film. Uh, I think it had... It was a great film. Yeah. It was uh, Villain, Villeneuve. Yeah, Villeneuve. What's his name? Denis Villeneuve. What's his... Denis? Denis, yeah. Denis? Yeah. Villeneuve. It's not Dennis. Denis. Denis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Director of Arrival. He is awesome. As a director, he's like feels like an old school director that's come out of nowhere and said, Do you know what? We need to make films like this again. Films that make people think, films where people take something away, films where, you know, we have a, a theme and we have substance and we have the characters in an actual dilemma um, and transforming their own thinking as they go through experiences which are genuinely life changing. Not because the world is going to end. No, no, no. Something much more subtle. Something that strikes fear into other people because of what it represents rather than physically or literally what's happening. This is what filmmaking used to be um, like. And it was a real nice flashback back into the, the golden age of movies, which I sometimes feel that we've left because so much shit. Blade Runner. I enjoyed it. Um, it had a lot of subtext, um, <laughs> which was at times kind of hard to follow. Well, Blade Runner itself, the first film, was yeah. was about so many things. I mean, it had had all the Japanese stuff because people were afraid of the Japanese accelerating beyond the Americans technologically. So that was so that was represented in the movie. There was the whole thing about. Um, humans being kind of inhuman um, and very sterile in their behavior um, and the replicants being more human and rediscovering the humanity that we seem to be losing. Yes. And then having experiencing transcendence um, and and, and embracing transcendence and compassion. Um, I apologize if, if you're from the political segment that doesn't understand what that word is but it's cool look it up it's a cool word there you go kicking the balls but there i I feel better now so uh, (laughs) apologies i got out of my system compassion and transcendence uh (laughs) which 
are part of what make us human. Consideration for each other, consideration for our people as a community, and these things that the replicants started discovering, which humans themselves seem to be losing. And this film takes that those themes to another level, where what they experience as the event of transcendence is an even greater event and how human they are becoming is because they are spending time um, living with the thought process or the simulation of what it's like to be human or to have humanity. And they took the, the themes of humans becoming less human to another level and made the, the antagonistic character virtually subhuman yeah. in his technology overload yes. and his perspective on what he was doing. Yeah. So yes, it was uh, it was neatly stitched together with the original, I, I think. And I think um what one of the first things I picked up on when you know in the first scene of the first Blade Runner was uh you know the, the replicant who goes into um the Roy. Is it him? Ray? Whatever his name is. Roy. But he's been uh, interrogated by... Who? No, the first first the one. First, first. No, no, no. It's not. Okay, you go on. Uh, he's been interrogated by the um, one of the officers. Um, and he's asking him all these questions. It was well, the baseline tests. Oh, the empathic baseline response. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And he was asking him all these questions. And over time during this conversation... Are you talking about this 2049? First one. First one, yeah, okay. Uh, over time during this conversation, he's developing an almost self-awareness and he's asking these questions back. Um, that to me was brilliantly reflective of, excuse me, um, AI that's becoming self-aware. Um, and that's what I thought was cool of the film that came out, you know, fine. We had Terminator and stuff like that, but it, it was, you know, Terminator was very like, obviously self-aware. I'm going to fucking kill you kind of self-aware. Whereas we had Blade Runner here and it was, it wasn't just about killing people. It was becoming aware that he was close to being something that was alive and he was questioning almost his existence. No, no, it's, it's, you're right. I think it's one level deeper than that. It's more that self-aware mm. and alive, mm. those boxes are ticked. Yeah. But now there's a question of, what is it to be independent, free-thinking, yes. compassionate, yeah. human? What is it to be human? What is it to have humanity? Mm. What is the actual, like, uh, uh, what is that feeling? What does that make me as a creature if I have that capacity? Mm. Does that make me someone that can be, in something that can be enslaved? Mm. Or do I then have what we perceive as rights mm. that these that self-aware humanoid creatures yep. should possibly have. Yeah. So it's, it's saying, right, let, what happens beyond self-awareness? Mm. So yeah, I, get off, get off that box now. Who but yeah, it, it just, fucking just watch it. If you don't get it, watch it again. Just keep watching it till you yeah. get it. Basically. Yeah. Kingsman. Mankind divided. I don't know where you put that there. I'm not sure what I was thinking. Uh, oh, um, what's his face with the bionic arm? Who? Uh, what's his face with the cybernetic arm? Yeah, augmentations. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Lots of weird augmentations and weird shit going on in this film. Yeah. Never have I seen a film. I mean, that's got such a saggy middle. 
Explain that. Well, when you're writing stories, it's 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 you put in your plot points in place, and you're trying to follow um, script or story structure, and you, you you know you put in your uh, hook in place, and then you have your inciting incident, and then there's a turning point, and everything changes, and now we're off on this adventure in this new world, and then you reach a midpoint, and there's a revelation. Usually, some some knowledge is revealed, and then you will jump down into the second. The middle of the second act, which is really another act, Act 2.5. Right. And at that point, things can get difficult if you don't have uh, questions answered. Like, where is the story going? What are the character arcs? What are the questions that have not been answered? What are, what are the feelings and driving factors of the characters? And, and the story can start to sag before you get to your climax. Mm. So then, and then the climax is basically vapid, I think is the word. It's just, or is it flaccid? A bit of vapid flaccidity <laughs> in your climax. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, to avoid that, you've got to get the middle down, and they just didn't get the middle down. So it's an entertaining film, but in terms of story structure, it was a bit of a fannying around. Um, fannying in the American bum sense, not in the yes the the film. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, American bum. American assassin. American ass assassin. Ass. Uh, okay. We're going to a bad place. Uh, good film. All right. Enjoyed it. I agree. Middle was whatever, because it felt like they were just kind of stitching two things together. And at the end, it almost felt like they put, uh, what's his face? Whiskey. Um, they just thrown him in here. They didn't really give him much of a... Whiskey. The yeah. Narcos guy? Yeah, Narcos yeah. guy, yeah. Um, there wasn't much substance there. They just kind of threw him into the end and then it was all of a sudden, hey, don't forget I exist. But I yes. want to stop you from doing this because of a reason I just invented. Yeah, it was really sort of like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Did someone, did did Jane go and have a shit and someone else wrote the end of this yeah. film? Jonathan, John. leave the fucking scripts alone. That's what happened. Let Jane write the stories. Oh, fuck. I think that's what happened there. Um, but it was entertaining. I think much like kind of American Assassin, it, you know, it didn't need to be anything more than what it was. It was just, it is what it is. It's just a film to... It wasn't as... I mean, it was entertaining, but yeah. nowhere near as good as the first one. No, no. There were a lot of good scenes in it. I, I feel like they've... Scenes lost what they started yeah. and they didn't really make what they could have made. Mm. Um, I'm not sure who their target market is. Yeah. Well, maybe we're expecting too much. All right. Well. Well. If you like this episode... I do. Okay. If you like this episode, hit subscribe and add us your collection. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on like. Overcast. We're on Acast. We're on... What's the other one? Tune in. I don't know. You can play us through your Alexa or your Echo. Alexa, play the Movieville Org podcast from Spotify from Tune In. Does that work now? I've not tried it. I haven't tried it yet either. But you can do that from Alexa if Alexa understands what you're saying, because most likely she won't understand what the Movieville podcast is, but that's totally fine. That's you your can... accent, man. Yeah, it's your accent. Um, we'll... <laughs> we'll be back in four weeks. But in the meantime, you can listen to episode 48, parts 1 and 2. 
Part yeah. two is more deeper than the first one. So if you're looking for something easier to listen to. It's heavy. It's heavy. Try the first one. And if you're kind of getting into it, listen to the second part. Um, so thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll see you in four weeks. And that was episode 49, one away from 50. I've been Curran. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about what to say. And I've been Kushal. Brilliant. Cool. Bye. Bye.